My name is Anna Lieberman. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Alec Count, and I'm a podcast editor with the Daily Emerald, and I am here with... Sarah Davies, arts and culture editor. Uh, Jordan Montero, arts and culture writer. Nick Castillon, arts and culture writer. We're meeting today to talk about songs that defined our 2017s. And of course, these songs all coming from the year 2017, which was has been a pretty good year in music, I think. Yeah, less deaths than last year. Yeah, a lot of lot of projects coming out, like a lot of really big names releasing stuff too. That it's good to see. Yeah, of course, Grammy nominations coming yeah. out here recently, so also exciting coming up. And I would like to note that these songs, this isn't necessarily a best of list. This is kind of releases from the year that had personal meaning to us for whatever reason. Um, we did something similar last year, and I'd like to kind of do that again. We have a new, fresh batch of faces in here, our voices, I guess. So, I mean, who wants to start? Uh, I'll start. Okay. Uh, one of the songs that I brought in, I kind of saw it as like a common theme. I feel like it's the song that like most people hear like most frequently throughout the year. It's a uh, "Bad and Bougie" by Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert. You, pretty much, that's all you need to hear to like know the song. The beat is like really good. It has like this appeal that's like, like, undeniable, and you hear it at like every party. I feel like it was just like a song that you were hearing all the time, like throughout the year. You know. Young rich niggas, you know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> hey! Raindrops, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't try nobody to grit the trick, nobody. Call up the gang and they come and get janked. Fun fact, I didn't know that that was the Raindrop Drop Top song because I know nothing about hip-hop. <laughs> but you know the Raindrop Drop Top song, yeah, see? Everyone, yeah, everyone knows it. It was like, well, Culture was like one of the first big albums to release this year. So, And it also has like Lil Uzi Vert, who's like one of the big faces of like kind of the modern direction that hip-hop's going. So I feel like just everyone just hopped on this track and it was like this huge wave of just like Instagram videos were having it, parties were playing it all the time. So, yeah. Is there any personal meaning? <laughs> uh, honestly, no. And you know what? I actually hadn't listened to the entire track up until like <laughs> half an hour ago. <laughs> it's like a five and a half minute track, which it doesn't have to be that long, first of all. Offset's first bar is woo, 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 woo. That's all he says. And I'm just, you know, it's cool, but like just personally, it's just not like my style, I guess. It's but, a very quotable song. Like you don't need the whole five minutes. You need yeah. like, just the intro there and you know. Yeah, the intro, the ad-libs are always, like, really catchy with yeah. those guys. So it's, like, it's just, yeah. And that's something that's been a theme in a lot of albums this year, are those kind of just, like, ad-lib kind of random noises yeah, on top of tracks all the time. Yeah. I think about that um, that tweet that's this guy, it's this guy rapping, and he's, like, it. like, he just starts making noises. <laughs> Wait, can yeah. you do that he, again? He's <laughs> <laughs> not even the right noise, but it's, like, the caption of the tweet is when I, after I eat Chipotle, and it's... Bad noises coming from something else in your body. Yeah. <laughs> this is devolving quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> which brings me to my song. Um, last year I brought some pretty serious songs because I always get really reflective at the end of the year. But this summer I had some health problems that kind of got really fun. No, they didn't. But um, I was I read a lot of Patti Smith poems this summer and kind of had 
just was like in bed a lot when I was in, in summer classes. And there's this, I went to go see um, Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, who are two great musicians. And Courtney Barnett's girlfriend, Jen Cloer, opened up for them. And she played this song with the lyric, the, the, uh, the song is called Forgot Myself, but she played the song with this lyric, Pain is still life of the side of your bed, Patty Smith poems, a hair tie, and some vitamins. And I had like a flashback to this summer, like laying in bed when I wasn't in class or at the Emerald, reading Patty Smith poems and books and like having like all my meds next to me on my bed and like having my vitamin D there. And I just think this song and a lot of the other themes in it have kind of been part of 2017 for me. And this is also an album that came out in 2017 and it's definitely one of my top of the year. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a top album for me, and I think it came out pretty early in 2017, but I discovered it just a couple months ago, so it was kind of this weird thing where I discovered it at a very applicable time, but it also related back to another part of 2017. So that's definitely one of my top kind of most relatable songs of the year. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I feel like I could relate a little bit because, like, I spent my summer in Eugene also. And it was seriously just like a series of, like, switching from laying on my couch to switching to laying on my bed. And I just feel like like that's a very easy pattern to fall into. And, like, having music to, like, get you through those times is, like, really helpful. Yeah, I honestly wish I had this song at that time because I discovered it, like, just a couple months ago in October. But I feel like it would have been that perfect song where i like been like, okay, time to switch positions. Like, <laughs> to lie on my back now and not do anything. Like, that was definitely, yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, kind of a theme this summer was... What are ways I can entertain myself in Eugene during the summer without getting out of my house? All right, yeah, so the first song that uh, I chose was uh, Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. And this is a song that I really didn't think I'd be choosing, I guess. I was really against this kind of music towards, if you would ask me, towards the beginning of this year. But for whatever reason, it's kind of grown on me. It's really like kind of over the top and ridiculous and... I don't know. I think it's just fun, and I guess that's really all that matters. It kind of represents a lot of, at least for me, I think. Jordan was kind of talking about this, but, like, the ways hip-hop is, like, or where hip-hop is moving towards, which, like, maybe is a little controversial, but I don't know. I liked this line. Yeah. Oh. Gucci gang. Oh. I said right now, Tina. Lil Yeah. Gucci gang. Oh. Gucci gang, 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 Gucci gang. Spread their racks on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Ooh, I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. I can't buy me no way to rain. Rather go and bob on man. Sounds like birds in that song. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the ad libs that we were talking about. How they're kind of they're going some direction. It's kind of funny to see them go. I feel like I've been kind of ad libbing my way through this year. So that fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like just, I don't know, when I first heard that whole repeated Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang over and over, over, and over again, I don't know, it's uh, 
I like music where you can't really tell if it's serious or not, and it doesn't matter if it is. I don't know. Yeah, you kind of mentioned how it's like almost a little ridiculous, and you hear it, and he just repeats that line, and you're, is it going to stop? And I, I like, for some reason, it has like this catchiness to it also, which is. Yeah, cool. I think a lot of hip hop and trap music, like recently, is if if we've reached the point where it gets to like kind of this self aware, like we can just repeat this phrase over and over again, and people won't care. I don't know. I kind of. I respect it. Yeah, I don't mind that, yeah. honestly, that timeline. What's your song, Alec, or your your first song? Uh, yeah, so from my first song, I have, kind of going with the theme a little bit, of Young Artists, American Teen by Khaled, um, which Khaled has been a really big up-and-coming artist. He's nominated for a couple of Grammys coming up. Uh, he featured on Logic's uh, new Song of the Year, 1-800-273-8255, or what's nominated for Song of the Year. He's also nominated for Best Urban Contemporary Album, Best New Artist. So he's had a pretty great year. I think there was one great thing that came out recently where it showed a, tw- like a tweet from his old Twitter where he's like, I'm going to make it to the Grammys one day. And he retweeted himself and was like, hey, look, mm-hmm. I made it to the Grammys. So it's just a great story, like a super young guy to to hit this fame. And American Teen has just been such a phenomenal album. I had a, I knew I wanted to pick something from it. I didn't know exactly what song I wanted to pick. But yeah, here we go, American Teen. That's good. Yeah, this whole album, I mean, I, I, it was between 18 and American Teen. And, you know, all of his songs really capture this almost kind of young anxiety, especially. I mean, he's, he's a young guy. So kind of this era from high school to college, which, I mean, I'm a senior in just this whole idea of capturing the anxiety of like meeting new people and going to parties and having fun. And also at the same time, like faking your way through these things, like trying to figure out your life kind of as it rapidly goes by. And, you know, there's this line where it says, I've been waiting all year to get the hell up out of here. And it's just like encapsulates, like, I guess the senior experience for me kind of looking Mm -hmm. back retrospectively on, you know, high school, of course, propelling you into college, all the anxieties of that. And then also the anxieties of college and just feeling all the, all the good and the bad at once. I think that's a good point to make. Like the good and the bad. I was thinking about kind of this term as editor and like just dealing with college. I mean, like my freshman year of college last year was really fun and also hard. And I think I acknowledged more of the fun stuff last year. But this year I've been kind of like, oh, there are a lot of things that have happened that haven't been great. But I think there is that like this song is like darkly sweet, which is really nice. I mean, it's nice to like acknowledge both of those things. I try to do that. We've lost a little bit of that <laughs> this term, but yeah, no, I definitely feel that the song kind of has like a somber like undertone to it, but it still has that kind of like rising kind of like mm-hmm. you know uh, what's the word like perseverance to it kind of mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really like that. My next song is called Nine One One Slash Mister Lonely by Tyler the Creator off of his album that released in the summer Flower Boy. This is one of my favorite albums of the year. And honestly, I feel the same way. I probably could have uh, chosen like a couple songs from this record. But uh, I just really like the song. For me, it's the one that I like revisited the most. I really love like the kind of just like melody synth lines and the bass. And then it's a two-part song. So the second part still like I think it keeps it up. Like his rapping is really good. So, yeah, I just really like the song. (laughs) 
song like i listened to that like a bunch during the summer so like this song really defines like that kind of vibe for me just like listening to it all the time i was walking a lot so it was like always in my playing on my phone so yeah i haven't listened much to much tyler the creator but my roommate last year really liked him and now i want to give him a chance i think that if if you haven't listened to Tyler before flower boy is a great album to get into him with um i almost picked something off this too uh where this flower blooms um mm. any like tyler and frank ocean mashup yeah. i'm all about yeah really and uh flower boy really delivered that so yeah and I, the thing i love about this song is it has that very vintage sound to it especially in the beginning like kind of some old school hip-hop especially with like the instrumentation and of it and then it kind of melds that into when when tyler comes in there's like a different sound to it and it's just it's a great blend yeah it has that nice layered kind of like again where hip-hop is moving but also kind of ode to like where it came from and I think that's been a lot of the case of music this year has been kind of this forward momentum I mean in 2016 we lost so many artists and I think there's still been a lot of losses in different ways in the music industry in 2017 but it's kind of that like how do we balance moving forward with um paying tribute to like all these people who paved the way before us um, which brings me to my next song, which is Preludes by Craig Finn. Craig Finn is part of this band called The Hold Steady, who are a band from Minnesota that I never m- paid attention to while I lived in Minnesota. He, the Craig Finn, who's like the main songwriter, does a lot. He does a lot of stuff geographically about Minneapolis and St. Paul and kind of like his connections to memories of this place. He was born in Boston, but grew up in the Twin Cities. And I never really liked his music too much growing up is his voice really bothered me he has a weird way of kind of speak singing and took me a while to get into his voice but then last year editor craig who i'm really good friends with was like sarah rosa you got to give this album his solo album we all want the same things a chance and i was home for one week during the summer in minnesota and this song came came on and it's about him returning back to minnesota after his first semester at college and i mean i had a whole year of college under my belt by the time i heard this album but i i was like huh you know it was like kind of about coming back home and realizing that you're just visiting and that things are different and it's different you know and Craig and I went to go see Craig Finn in Seattle and it was just amazing like we saw him play at some some guy's living room and like he played this song and I kind of cried (laughs) I think I cried I don't remember but I think I did and this song has I think a certain amount of sadness to it but also hope it's a nice balance and there are a couple couple lines about St. Paul in there, St. Paul, Minnesota, where I grew up, that are like, man, things have not changed even from when this guy grew up in Minnesota, like, years before me. So this is Preludes by Craig Finn. <laughs> so there's that specific line um went to the bars and stuck around and waited for the bus is really funny because i went to go like the minneapolis bus system is just horrible because minneapolis is so flat so craig finn at the show we went to 
preface the song by talking about how he used to wait on Hennepin Avenue, which is one of the main streets in Minneapolis, and he used to, like, see the bus kind of in the winter, just, like, it stops, like, every block, and I knew exactly what bus he was talking about, because it stops every single block, and you just see it coming, and you're, like, standing there, and you're cold. So after the show, I was like, oh, my God, I totally get it, the Minneapolis bus system. Like, we started talking about it, and it was just, it was such a moment where I was like, here I am, out west, living in, you know, like, I mean, living in Oregon, but, like, out west, a place that, like, was unfamiliar to me at once, talking to someone who knows where I came from and is also, like, okay living somewhere else. I mean, he lives in, like, New York now or something. But there's just kind of this, like, whoa, look at how far I've come moment, how my home isn't necessarily a place. I mean, it's my home still, but it's, like, a place. I have a new home in Oregon, and I can go back to my old home and visit. And, like, I don't know. It's, it's an interest, it was an interesting way to kind of start the summer was, like, sitting in my room at home listening to the song, and then a couple weeks later seeing Craig Finn play in Seattle and being like, well, I've come full, full circle in some ways. I didn't like his music now, and I'm like, yeah, I can see myself liking it. Yeah, that's always a cool connection to have. Any, Well, just like talking to an artist after a show or anything or just like being able to connect on any kind of music, I feel like is a big deal for me. And yeah, I really like the just the sound of this, very comforting, and reminds me of kind of a lot of older music, 70s and maybe early mm-hmm. 80s music. And so, yeah, it was nice to hear. Yeah, uh, I really like the way you phrased earlier. You said, like, you know, the, the weird feeling of, like, coming home but then realizing you're, like, honestly just visiting. You know, it's really weird for me because, like, I spent the summer, like, away from home for, like, the first time, you know. And, like, just finding something that kind of, like, lends itself to that feeling is just always, like, kind of a comforting thing. So. Yeah, I felt a lot of comfort in this whole album this summer. Yeah. I think it was it was weird. I've spent summers away from home before. I mean, I used to go to Jewish summer camp for eight weeks, but it's not it's not like living in a house with different roommates. You know, it's like it's very different. You have the support, and like the summer, it you know, I was like my first summer on my own. I was out of the dorms. You know, <laughs> like it was a big summer, and this this was kind of that song was one of the soundtracks to my summer, definitely. All right, so uh, the next song I chose is from uh, the new Kendrick Lamar album. And uh, there's a lot of anticipation for this one just because it was after uh, he had his next album after he released uh, his last studio album, um, To Pimp a Butterfly, which is uh, a lot of people will probably say near perfect. So there's a lot of hype for this, and um, he changed it up, I think, in a good way. At least personally, I remember like I really couldn't get away from this album just because I was listening to it or just everyone around me was listening to it. I remember uh, when The Weeknd it came out, it was just... I, there was a bunch of friends over at my house, and we were just like basically had the album on repeat. So I just chose a big single, um, Humble. Yeah. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. But that's a nigga with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. say with my food, they taste like Kool Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your West. Yeah, I don't know. We tell you, Jordan and I were talking about this before. Um, how it, it really says a lot. Kendrick on his last album, you know, he had all these really complex, uh, complex production and beats behind him, and he puts out this single, and it's just very simple, kind of loop stuff. But I think it just shows that 
like he can just basically stoop to the level of all these other rappers and still just blow everyone away so yeah i felt the exact same way like when it first came out i didn't really know what to think and well this one paired with the heart part four right because that one came out like a week before humble yeah and it was yeah like you said it was so different you know like on to pimp a butterfly the like the production list for each song was like flying lotus thundercat like terrace martin here you just have like mike will made it i think did this beat and it's just like it's a very different thing and and like even you could hear it like in kendrick's like rapping it's like there's a different intention to it Mm. and i didn't know how to feel about that at first because like kendrick is he seems like such like he seems like an artist with such a vision so to see that kind of not as prevalent there i didn't really know how to react but it ended up being like i really love the album like it ended up working really well so it's a song you can throw on at like any party and everyone will love it so it shows how humble production values can mean a lot to a song. Ha, 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 puns. All right, so I'm just going to get us out of here real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm turning into puns. It's fine. Yeah, so for my last song, I have something uh, different vibe. I have uh, Don't Take the Money by Bleachers, which was kind of their lead single heading into their latest studio album. And I really love this entire album as well. Don't Take the Money is just this song that has, it's really upbeat. It has a really good drive to it. And then you know, there's just something about bleachers. That's like intentionally comical in every single one of their songs. I don't know if it's how it's sung. I don't know if it's how it's produced, but it's just like, it's something that like, e- even if it has a, a more somber tone to it or, or message to it, it still has this really upbeat dancey feel to it. And the music video for this song is fantastic as well. So here we go. Don't take the money. Somebody broke me once, love was a currency, a shimmering balance act, I think that I laughed at that, and I saw your face and hands, covered in sun and then, I think I understand, well I understand, I was also going to say that Jack Antonoff um, produced a lot of really great albums this year, like he helped produce Melodrama, um, we could argue about whether Reputation is a good album, but he also produced Taylor Swift's Reputation with her and another guy. But so he's he's had a big hand in music this year, and I think especially in popular music that, like, for instance, Lord, I think Melodrama is an album that a lot of people are going to be talking about at the end of the year because it was such a step for her and also such a wonderful step. Like, he, And he was behind a lot of that. There's a lot of interesting stuff about how they wrote these songs, so I think... Jack Antonoff, you know, Bleacher's his own music. He's also done some great stuff this year. Yeah, and something I love about Jack Antonoff and Bleacher's is just, like, the whole composition of Bleacher's. So you have you have a guy who's in the hand in the, in the cookie jar of so many different artists who's producing so many things that are popular, who are on the charts, and then this is kind of his own passion project. And that's what I really love about it is that you kind of get this, this producer, this industry guy making the music he wants to make. And there's uh, just something about Don't Take the Money that, like, was once again retrospective once again kind of taps into these relationship difficulties which we all have plenty of i'm sure and uh it really just it kind of brings this upbeat feeling to it it's very anthemic for me so it's just there's just so much about it that i love i think anthemic is a good note to end on because i think they're i mean 2017 is a very different year than 2016 i keep comparing the two music wise life wise everything but um I think it was a different year. It was the first year of Trump presidency, you know, full. There's a lot of stuff that has been interesting, a lot of stuff that's been sad, a lot of stuff that's been good. But it's nice to kind of see that everyone 
is coming together and like we all have these different views of the year but there's still I think there's something that tied these songs together to some of that like like those anthemic and kind of catchy qualities but also like honoring and also moving forward yeah no I kind of picked that up and this might be like overplaying it a little bit but I feel like there's like a sense of just like perseverance honestly right now where it's just like you know there's stuff that we all like might be dealing with but like we just you know keep going I feel like these songs reflect that yeah, finals week. <laughs> yeah. 2017, the year of perseverance. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, so if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find other podcasts from the Daily Emerald Podcast Network at our homepage at dailyemerald.com. There's a little nice little sidebar there. You can stream them directly. Be sure to catch the rest of our ANC podcasts. We have great series like Spotlight on Science, Emerald Recommends, tons of great stuff out there you can also subscribe to us on itunes and soundcloud or wherever you get your podcasts i'm alec cowan i'm sarah rosa davies jordan montero and nick costian thanks for listening